0: Five, four, i I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA, the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Uh, this is Ron Gronkowski, uh, many times Super Bowl winner, and he's <coughs> trying to buy some insurance. USA, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is uh, Robert. I'd like to get up to 30% off my auto insurance with SafePilot. I can help you with that. What's your member number? Uh... 87. It should be between five and 12 digits. Ah, Busted. This is Super Bowl champion Rob Gronkowski. I'm not a member. Mr. Gronkowski, USA is for the military community and their families. That's what makes us special. Oh, but I'm special. I'm special. (laughs) He is special. (laughs) And once again, he had a big part to play in the uh, Super Bowl win. The guy's just amazing when it counts you know when the chips are down but he can't get the usaa and i think that's a great what a great exclusivity claim and they even they even uh put in a little feature about safe pilot i don't know what safe pilot is um i guess it's uh you know one of those things that measures the accelerometer measures the how 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 many times you skid your car on a curve or something. Uh, but anyway, I just really like, I like Gronk and I like the USAA, even though I'm not a member either, man. Oh man. I'm looking really fuzzy. Well, worst case we'll upload this cause I'm recording it as we go. And so it'll look fine that way. Let's see if we can get to the real news. Ding! And while we're waiting for the real news, notice I put a sparkly new banner ad up here for the next week's. Uh next week's January kickoff, we're going to have Scott Engelhouse come and tell us a little more about data, data hygiene and how it helps uh save people. He was telling me the other day that he had a he had a client that saved a million dollars uh just from data hygiene. Um and he, he had some bigger stories than that, but that's the one I remember. Um Now, they mail a lot of mail. So, it's not just data hygiene. But um Anyway, it'll be at 2 o'clock on Tuesday, uh, 25th, I think that is, and uh, we've gotten a lot of registrations. I've been kind of shocked. It's like people are looking for the WDMA <laughs> emails or whatever, uh, whatever reason. I haven't promoted it as much because, you know, because you'll be lucky to get in uh it's so it, it's so highly uh attended and we have so much fun so unlike every other association in the country and especially every other direct marketing one we are growing and having good a good time okay so let's look at this one canon uh when you you know if you've ever used the cheap third party uh toner cartridges you know my hp right here <laughs> the toner cartridges are 80 bucks or something for the official HP ones. And I buy the recycled ones that are refilled with the same kind of toner. They seem to work fine. I've been using it forever and ever like decades. Um, but I, on some computers, notably windows 10, I get these warnings that say, if you use this toner, you're going to go straight to hell or something like that, which I ignore. Because you know I have my own theology, but uh, Canon is saying that same thing to its owners. Uh, apparently, it's been shipping the toner cartridges without the little chip, just like the third-party knockoff car- toner cartridges that are eight dollars. You know, they're like ten percent as expensive. I mean, they're just—it's just not even—you know—you wonder what's going on when something is is almost ten times more expensive because it's got the name brand on it. Uh, it's been the chips, but anyway, so, uh, you can also sometimes download old firmware for the, uh, for the printer and I've done all of those things and it runs, runs great right now. Don't touch it. <laughs> okay. So Canon is selling the cartridges without the chips cause there weren't any chips and, uh, users are being warned about terrible m- malfunctions that are possible, Uh, It's like Y2K. Your printer could shut down the whole universe if you don't have that chip. So just ignore it. (laughs) Canon is also being sued over its all-in-one printers, which allegedly refuse to let users scan or fax if the ink cartridge is low or empty. We used to have a postage meter that was like that. You know, I can understand that if if the postage meter is printing illegibly light ink, in dishes then you'd be paying for printing you'd be paying for postage and not and when it gets to the mailbox to the post office it would be rejected so in order to avoid that they would stop way way before but the trouble is that you know you were supposed to be able to use a modem and reload the money into the machine but there wasn't money it was a cartridge and it would take you three or four or five or six or ten days to get one and, uh, and even if you kept an extra on hand, if it, if it weren't empty, it could also be older. And so instead of looking at the indicia and saying, no, this looks fine, let's keep going, let's override this, it would just shut down. And then you'd have to go to the post office with money and get stamps. And so we, we hated it. Keurig once tried to do the same thing with its coffee pods and customers hated it. Guess what? Customers hate all of these things. Customers hate the nanny state babysitting that I don't think I don't know that my co- toner is low. <laughs> you think I can't figure it out when I can't read the copiers coming out? Oh, my. Anyway, on another note, few consumers think brands know them well. Merkel study finds. Okay, so uh, they did a customer experience management. No, oh, that's Merkel is a customer. They said only 14% of consumers feel like. They're the brands they interact with know them. You know, I'm regularly reaching out to brands. I put notes on their Facebook page. I do all sorts of feedback. And generally, they ignore it. And in fact, like Waze, I've written several times because if you put the speed limit up there, it changes the color of your own speed to dark red on black. And in case you don't know, dark red on black is not very readable. Not in daylight. And so it makes the thing unusable. It's the only unreadable color, the only one that really matters, you know, that you really, really care about is your own speed. And they make it illegible. And the speed limit is black on white, just like a speed limit sign. Why don't you keep the speed black on white? They want to give me a warning that I'm one mile mile an hour over the speed limit. Yeah, I know that. Don't let me change. They don't let me change the colors. They don't let me change the warning. They don't listen to me, you know. So only 24% feel influencers, whether micro or macro celebrities, motivate them to buy from a brand. Only 34% say personalized email recommendations are important. That's because mostly they're wrong. (laughs) Like I said, like I always say, when you personalize, you up the ante. You're either much more right or much more wrong than you would be if you just gave me $5 off coupon. (laughs) It's higher risk, and the likelihood of you picking what I want next is one in a million, or at least one in a 100,000. So if you like those ads, spend a lot of money on personalization and believe the lies. I'm just telling you, it's a lie. Okay, so anyway... So on that, meanwhile, 76% of millennials and 83% of Gen Zs want brands to take a stand on social issues versus 59% of people older. So, you know, everybody, yeah, you can take a stand. But again, depends on the stand. You really want to do March of Dimes or something. You want to do something that most people agree with. You know, I saw 45 uh, on on Marketing Week, I think it was. Uh, 40, 450 scientists, including Michael Mann, who's been completely discredited. I can't believe that Penn State keeps him on when he's basically a fraud. A fraud, <laughs> you know, with the hide the hide the decline, the hockey stick, all that stuff. The 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 statistical techniques were completely fraudulent, and yet uh, it made the cover of the IPCC report a couple a couple issues back. Now they don't. Now it's all taken out because it's fraud. So, those guys, the fraudsters, are trying to silence uh, <laughs> misinformation, climate misinformation. They should shut up first. That would be a great strategy. But, you know, they don't have the high ground anymore. Their models don't work. And it's freezing today, down below zero. <laughs> so, uh, let's go on. Okay, so here's a new bill that would outlaw most forms of behavioral targeting. And it's three Democrats, and you know that's fascinating. I mean, unlike most of these of these privacy laws that are being proposed, unlike most of them, they are um, unlike most of them, they are not giving consumers an opt out. They're not giving uh, you a way to, you know, cleanse your data or whatever like that. They're basically saying, we're not going to allow the surveillance advertising business model. Wow, that's something. And what's funny to me is that the promise of of digital has basically been that we can target your, you know, we know when you're in the market. We know real-time data, real-time data, which, of course, is another lie. All data is historical. You can't help it. <laughs> When's it real? Real? right now. No, oh, now it's gone. Now it's late. Now it's historical. Now it's in the past and it doesn't tell you what I'm going to want next. It just doesn't. I don't even know. So uh, the promise of digital has always been that we can get it in front of you right when you're ready to buy. But probably when you're ready to buy, you've already made a decision and you did it before we talked to you. And maybe you've already bought it. That's the way it usually is with the retargeting with me. So it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out. You know, one of the problems we have in marketing is Post, for example, is we're talking about what might be tomorrow. It's a new law being proposed. You know, it hasn't passed the Senate. It hasn't done a lot of things. Uh, hopefully, it'll get kicked around a little bit. Um, but the truth is, it's only outlawing something that isn't really possible in the first place. And the You Don't Know Me article proved that. Consumers don't think that they're known by their brands. They know that they're just getting generic, canned messages shoved at them. Hopefully appropriate, but not really. Nobody really cares about it. So, anyway, I like that one. Thanks, to you, Ray Schultz, for that. We gotta have a cup of coffee one of these days. Okay, I'm gonna talk about this tomorrow. A marketer's guide for evaluating and launching direct mail. It's eight to ten minutes, so it's quite long. And um, so we'll save that till next next time but remember personalization is a is a risk you may win big you may not you better test it which almost no one does have a great day like and share get over to wdma.org for the uh for the meetup we'll have a, a good time with scott and we'll learn a little bit and we'll learn about your business you'll have a chance to talk about it and talk about your challenges and your excitement for 2022